0: Hello and welcome to the Points of Interest podcast, part of the Route 66 campaign at Grace Church of Glendora. This is episode six as we're going through the Bible, and along the way we're learning how all the stories in the Bible tell the overall story of the Bible, pointing forward to Jesus Christ, the fulfillment of the Old Testament and the promise of salvation. Are you ready for our next installment? Because here we go. This week, we're going to be talking about Leviticus chapter 11 through chapter 27, so really a big chunk of Leviticus, and this, quite honestly, could be one of the more challenging weeks for you. Some obscure laws that we're going to be looking at. So we're going to try to get you oriented to the text here in the podcast so that you're ready to tackle this section of scripture. And as we get into that, I want you to remember above all, this is God's word. Every word of it. We believe that Every word in the Bible is the inspired, error free word of God, and so we want to be enthusiastic and expectant for what God is going to help us learn about Him. And in particular, this week we're going to be looking at this portion of scripture that's called the Mosaic Law, and the Mosaic Law is named after Moses, the man that it was given to on Mount Sinai, and we're going to be Reading in chapter 11 about a lot of food laws, the differences between clean and unclean foods. And um, some Jews today still abide by these food laws. And uh, they're very careful about what they eat. And they use special silverware and special plates. And certain plates can't touch each other if they've touched unclean food. So... These laws are are very important as part of the Jewish identity, even to this day. We're also going to look at some purification laws, purification of personal cleanliness and related to diseases and even what to do if there's mildew present, how to take care of that and purify yourself and your household. Just a lot of purification laws. But remember, our two big picture ideas of the Mosaic Law does this law tell me how to love God or love my neighbor? And many of these purification laws really relate to loving our neighbor. We're living in the same household, we're sharing the same space, and we want to practice good hygiene. Other laws tell us how to love God. For example, when we get to chapter 16, there's going to be a a long teaching on the Day of Atonement, which was the peak of the calendar for the jews it was the most holy day of the entire year and it it would be like you know our big day of the year maybe is christmas or easter for for christians but for the ancient jews the day of atonement was a high holy day it was the highest holy day and it was the day when the priest would go into the holy holies in the temple or the tabernacle and make an atoning sacrifice for the sins of the people. And it was the one day a year when someone could be in the actual presence of God. So definitely going to want to slow down and read chapter 16 carefully in Leviticus because it's such an important passage and one that we're going to come back to when we get to uh, discussions about the New Testament and the death of, of Jesus and its meaning. Then we get to chapter 17 and 18 and 19. Just a lot of laws. There's going to be a lot of things to wade through, a lot of lists. And the most important thing to remember here is that these are laws telling us how to love our neighbor. They might all be cast in, in the negative, you know, do not do this, do not do this. But remember that the big picture idea here is this is how to love your neighbor. If you want to love your wife, you will only have sexual relations with her. And so chapter 18 is basically listing all the potential loopholes that people could try to put forth to uh, have sex outside of marriage. And what God is saying is, no, I want you to love your wife and in, in marriage relationship with her, then you can have sexual relations, not in any of these other relationships. So again, it's how to love your neighbor. Another thing to remember about this section is that these laws were written for a specific people in a specific time in a specific place in history. And so many of the laws are fairly obscure, you're not going to automatically know what every single one of them is about. You know, what is God's concern with mildew? Why is he so concerned about the cleanliness of mildew? Or what's the big deal with mating different kinds of animals together? Or planting your field with two kinds of seed? Why is that a concern for God? How does that even fit into the rubric of loving God or loving our neighbor? I'm not sure which one it fits into. Well, remember this, that all of these laws are written to a particular people in a particular time in a particular place. So they are historical cultural expressions of how God wants his people to live at that time when we get to the new covenant and then the gospel goes to the gentiles then we have a more universalized understanding of the law that's good for all people in all times and all places well what is that law it's not 613 different commands the way that it is in the mosaic law it's really just two commands. It's, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And pretty much everything in the New Testament, again, hangs under those two laws, just as the Old Testament. But this time the gospel goes out to the Gentiles. So it's much more broad how you work that out. So for example, in the book of Colossians, in the book of Galatians, in the book of Ephesians, Paul gives all kinds of instructions about how people should live. You should abide by the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. These is the New Testament version of the law. It doesn't tell us every single instance where we need to have patience with our spouse or every single instance of where we need to love our spouse or every single instance of how we should exhibit self-control with our coworkers. What it's telling us is here's the general principle self-control and then in whatever context you find yourself in as a Gentile you got to work that out as to what that's gonna look like but for the ancient Israelites the laws are very specific at times and it's because there was again a certain people at a certain time in a certain place so they had very specific needs and God is drawing very sharp boundaries with them so Hopefully that helps you begin to think about the laws in some ways that will begin to make more sense and what their connection is to the new covenant. When we get to chapter 25, we're going to read about the Sabbath year and the year of Jubilee, two special years. So it's not just feasts and festivals during the year, but there's also even special years that the Jews would take off and had special meaning to them so that's going to be a section you might really enjoy and and want to slow down and take a look at and remember that when we get to the new testament the meaning of the sabbath is fulfilled in christ it says in the book of hebrews that we have our rest in Christ now and so the Sabbath is something that pointed forward to our salvation and the year of Jubilee is a year of forgiveness of debts and it's also symbolic of of the forgiveness that we have in Christ and that the debt of our sin has been forgiven Toward the end of Leviticus, when we we get to the final chapters, there's some discussion about the rewards for obedience and the punishments for disobedience. This is very typical of the ancient world, the kind of relationship that would be set up between a king and a vassal. The king would make certain promises to the vassal, and the vassal would make certain commitments to the king. So the king would say, I will protect you, I will provide you some land, and then the vassal would promise and make a commitment to work the land and to pay taxes to the king and to have loyalty to the king. The Mosaic Law is very similar to other kinds of, king-vassal treaties that we see in other parts of the ancient Near Eastern world. And so many scholars think that, you know, God kind of patterned the Mosaic law in a way that would have been familiar to the ancient Israelites. And this section in chapter 26 On rewards and punishments is a very typical of these king vassal treaties and so it's outlining look if you obey and you do all these things that i'm telling you to do here's what will come to you good things will happen but if you disobey and you wander and you you don't live up to your commitments here's what's going to happen to you I know you're gonna have a lot of questions this week. There's gonna be a lot of mysterious laws and you're gonna you're gonna wonder about that. That's okay. If you wanna use your journal, if you're following along in the social not working study companion for our Route 66 campaign, maybe just jot down a few questions each day as they come up and pick one of your best questions, the most burning one that you can send in to the pastors. Also, I want to encourage you, if you haven't yet, to look through the first pages of your social not working study companion. If you look on pages two and three, there's some really great just big picture concepts of how to interpret the Bible. And many of them I've been touching on as we've been going through our series together. But it's worth your time just to take a couple of minutes to read those pages in your study companion and you could kind of see them in writing And, and maybe that'll help make them a little bit more concrete there. But those are really the heart and soul of a lot of the concepts that we've been talking about together in the podcast. I hope you found this helpful. It might be a tough week. Fear not. Be of good cheer, because next week we're going to start getting into the book of numbers and we're going to have lots of fun uh, watching the Israelites wander around in the desert. What could be more fun than that? Right. So remember, this week is not forever. Just keep pushing through and jot those questions down as you go. And we'll see you next week.